Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you are at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you so much for listening today to this episode of Hope Along the Journey. I'm Mark Cravens, and I'm your podcast host, and it's great to have you with us today as we're going to have an exciting and I think a very fun interview with two of the sisters from the Camillary Sisters, eight of you guys, and we have Jenna and Lydia with us today. Uh, Ladies, welcome to today's episode of Hope Along the Journey. Thank you. And one of you's in New York, and the other one's in Texas. Yep. And I'm here in Cincinnati between the two of you. Yeah. So we are so excited to have you today, and we're going to be further introducing you here in just a moment. But before we do, I just want to say to you, my friends who are listening, that we would love for you to go to our website. And when you go there, www.hopealongthejourney.org, you'll see a pop-up screen that says, Stay in Touch. We'd love for you to just go there and give us your email address so we can put you on our Hope Along the Journey newsletter. We'd also like to encourage you to just stay in touch with us through Facebook or Instagram. You can find us on both of those venues. And also, if you would like, connect with me on LinkedIn at Mark Cravens. Connect with me on LinkedIn. We'd be happy to stay in touch with you. I'd also love to get an email from you. I'd like to know what you think about the podcast and if there was any episode especially that was relevant to you, or if you have a prayer request that you would like for us to pray for you about, just send that email to hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Again, that's hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Well, once again, we're back here with our guest and... We're so delighted. I have just so looked forward to this. This is, I, we were just talking about how many emails we have gone back and forth, but it's finally here and it's finally happening. Jenna yeah. is the oldest of the sisters. She's married to Nate and they have six children together and live in Austin, Texas. Wow, six kids already. She stays busy. That's the understatement, right? As a stay-at-home homeschool mother, she's also very involved with music in her church, and especially with piano music, and Jenna and Nate love singing together as a family as well. Then Lydia is the seventh of the sisters. She recently got married on September 1st. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, still in the honeymoon stage, right? Yes, for Uh, sure. (laughs) She married Caleb. So again, as she says here, they're still honeymoon newlyweds, here we go, and beginning their lives together. She's also very involved in music groups and choir in her church, and that is just so exciting. And I guess all of the sisters are very involved with music still and in the local church. And then you guys have been singing together, and I want we're going to go to your story here in just a little bit, but you guys have been kind of, kind of, kind of a YouTube sensation. Probably never thought when you started out that it would become what it is today. Correct? No. <laughs> Correct. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think people would love to know a little bit about uh, your upbringing. 
So there's got to be a story behind the story. So uh, yeah. Jenna, if you want to go first, and then Lydia, and tell us a little bit about your upbringing, about your childhood. Okay. So our parents are first-generation Christians, and they came to know the Lord probably like a few years into their marriage. So all of us had the privilege of being born into a Christian home. That's great. Um, and then our parents are not really musical at all, but around... I was probably around age six. Our dad um, started a church, became a pastor, Mm -hmm. and he started doing yearly family camps. And he would have a family in. They had 10 kids. They all sang together, family harmony. They played instruments. So I think before we even realized that we had talent from the Lord and we should use those talents for him, more we were just wanting to emulate their family. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. just would love to really inspired by them to sing together and play instruments. And our parents were obviously very influential in getting us in music lessons. Um, my dad picked up a few chords on the guitar and he would okay. sing with us when we were young as well. My That's mom, neat. you know, chauffeuring us to all of our lessons. But <laughs> so even though they didn't know a lot about music, they still made that an important part of our lives. Um, so I just feel like it's kind of always been very much part of our family dynamic. Wow. That's yeah. so neat. And it's 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 fascinating that your mom and dad are not really musical because mm-hmm. you you ladies all seem to be extremely gifted. How about you, Lydia? Did you have a different childhood or is yours so, kind of the same? Actually, I did because Jenna's <laughs> the oldest and I'm the second youngest. So by the time I was like five years old, she was already off and married. So my wow. childhood was a little different. Um, yeah. Music, personally, to me, was I just followed in my sister's footsteps. They went to music lessons and they would arrange our special music for church and be like, guys, let's sing this song. Let's do this. And Mm -hmm. I just followed in their footsteps. And really until, um, until I was a teenager, that's when I really fell in love with music and be able, being able to do it as a ministry and really seeing God work through it. Mm -hmm. Because as a child, I, I sang in special music all the time in choirs. Since I was like three years old, I was Mm -hmm. in the itty bitty kids choir and, I really, it didn't become personal to me till I was older in really seeing what God can do through music and um, just seeing his handwork. That's when I really fell in love with it. Cause yeah, when I was young, it was, it was different cause I was just following my older sisters and yeah. now it's so personal to me and I got to choose to love it and to choose to do it. That's amazing. So you have one brother, though. I did just find that out. How? Do, where does he yes. fit in this mix? Does he sing it all, or does he just? I mean, man, one he's, guy among eight girls. Yeah. yeah, we yeah we grew up singing with him. Also, he's the fourth, so he's almost right in the middle. Okay, ironically, okay. Um, and he also lives in Austin with his wife and baby, and he doesn't sing with us anymore, but. Maybe we can try to pull them in once. Yeah. Oh, that is so This is a funny story. In our house growing up, there was three bedrooms. So my mom and dad and my brother, and then all of us girls in one room. So you can imagine the the tribulations that came along with eight girls in a room. I can only imagine. I had four daughters, two sets of twin girls. Okay. 
And so, uh, and they would always bring friends for Sunday dinner. And so I'd just Mm -hmm. sit there and listen to, you know, counting my wife, that was five, and their girlfriend or two, you know, it'd be six or seven. And I just learned to sit and listen. And I learned a lot (laughs) of things I had no idea were going on. You know, you come home, you talk about, did you see what they wore? I can't believe she wore that. It's like, what were they talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I got a real education. Yeah. Well, the cool thing, he got a private room. So that was one nice thing, right? Yes, exactly. Well, that is neat. Well, you know, you girls uh, sounds like for the most part raised in church for most of your life. Um, But tell me a little bit about your, your faith and how you came to faith in Christ or how that developed for you in your life. Yeah. So when I was four... I distinctly remember I didn't want to go to hell. I knew that I was going to hell. I didn't understand the gravity of what Christ had done for us and the gravity of my sin and what that did, but I just knew I didn't want to go to hell. And my mom, in her wisdom, knew I didn't understand that fully, so she wouldn't let me get saved. (laughs) So at four years old, I knelt down and prayed, and I told her, I got saved. Um, and so it was probably four years later, I was eight years old and I was just really doubting that just, did I really understand? And I really did. And I think I started to realize I really am a sinner and Christ really did die for me personally. And so I talked to my dad, my mom about it, and I prayed and accepted Jesus Christ as my savior. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think just growing up in church, sometimes it's harder to you're always like a good kid yeah it's so tough, it's harder it? yes. to really realize mm. that your sin is what killed our savior and yes. that was really for me to find that out later on it was very important for me to make that right with mm. the lord and make sure that i was sure of that that's a it's a beautiful story because no doubt your life was saved from a whole lot of heartache that mm. uh, you know that a lot of people unfortunately incur in life because they they don't walk with Jesus. So Lydia, what was your life testimony like? How, how did your faith in Christ come to be? So when I was eight, I remember I saw a play actually at Jenna's church and it was like one man went to heaven, one man went to hell. And I remember being terrified of hell um, along the same lines as Jenna's testimony. I was so fearful. And I remember I prayed that God would save me because I didn't want to go to hell. And for years, I never had peace. I was anxious and depressed and wrestled over my salvation. And I just, I was convicted all the time until I was 14 years old. And my dad during his sermons would get the microphone and ask people for their testimonies. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, if he asked me, I don't have a testimony. I have no peace in my heart. And so one day I was reading, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And I just broke down and I went to my parents and I was like, I am not saved. I have not repented of my sin. I didn't, at the young age, you don't understand the severity of your sin. And that's what nailed Jesus to the cross. I didn't understand that. And so I knew I was wicked. I knew I was a sinner and I humbled myself and repented and accepted Jesus into my heart at 14 and Praise you know, God. the feeling of relief just washing over you. Yes. I thought I would be embarrassed because I was old and I wasn't saved, and no one thought that. Everyone was so happy for me. and yeah. So, yeah, that's the story. 
Well, I appreciate both of you sharing and how God worked uniquely in both of your lives. But the reality is that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. And all of sin that comes short of the glory of God. And John 3.16 gives us the wonderful promise that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting yeah. life. And that's, it's wonderful to know your sins are forgiven and to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with us today. I, I just find your, your stories very fascinating. So we already talked a little bit about how music became so important in your lives. Um, tell us a little bit how this music ministry that you're now involved in, how did those doors open? How did all of this come to be to where now you've already even recorded one CD, and I think you're, you're, you're looking at recording another one. So tell us a little bit about this journey and how, all did, how did this come to happen? So, you know, like we said, <clears throat> we've always grown up singing together. And I think it might have been my husband or one of the girls, I don't remember, but kind of had the idea, let's start posting on social media. Mm-hmm. And so we started a Facebook page um, and reels at that time, like weren't really a thing. Mm-hmm. So right. we would more, you know, pictures um, maybe some little like story clips of singing. Mm-hmm. And when we first started posting reels of our music is when it really started to grow. Like we'd kind of have a video go viral and be getting like thousands of new followers a day. Mm-hmm. And it just became very evident that this is a huge need on social media correct? and that it was ministering to people and blessing them. And even people who had never listened to music or would never choose to listen to music. That was our style. were listening and seeing just those like short little clips. And then, you know, over the years, the reels have gotten longer and we can share a little bit more, but that really social media is opened the door for our music to reach so many more yes. people than we ever could have imagined. That's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was it comfortable at first? Did you feel kind of awkward or was it just so natural because you've sung together for so long to just do this? It can become. It can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be awkward sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like videoing yourself doing anything is awkward in a sense. And so yes, um, we, we had to work on it. I think we've gotten a lot better at not being so stiff on our videos that we post because it can be unnatural to do it for a camera. But it's important to remember mm-hmm. that we're doing it for God and yeah. to bless people. So it's interesting when I do these podcasts, one of the first questions people ask me, well, now this is just audio, right? This isn't going to be videoed. It's like <laughs> there's still that little bit of fear about being videoed. Yes. Jenna, you were going to say something. Yes. Well, just to me, what can be uncomfortable is like when you see those views going up and up mm-hmm. and up and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, you know, like, yeah. Um, but just trusting that the Lord, yes, the Lord is yes. using it. And, you know, a little bit, a negative comment here and there is nothing in this day and age yeah. compared right. to you know, the right. Christians who have gone before us and what they have gone through. So, yeah. you know, a little hate here and there, which it does not happen often. No. Yeah. Surprisingly, you know. Yeah. What year? spared us. But it just kind of learning to brush it off and it's not a big yeah. deal. What year did you start this ministry on with 
putting the reels or the vocal material out there. Do you remember when that started roughly? I think it was 2020. So we're talking back in the pandemic days. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, (laughs) if I remember correctly. I think it was the summer, June or July of 2020. Yeah. And that's... uh, that is when I started this podcast was in July of 2020. Mm. There just was a lot of emptiness, a lot of hopelessness. And people were looking for something that would give them hope. And uh, it's amazing to me, but I found a number of people who their ministry kind of took off during that time. So can you share with us, like, maybe, a, would there be, like, a couple of stories that you guys could share of, like, people who reached out to you said, um, who expressed how this really impacted them or helped them through their life or difficulty or hardship? Do you have, do you have any of those stories or at all that you could share? Yeah, Jenna, you have a few, and then I have a few, too. Okay. Um, yeah, over the years, I mean, we've gotten hundreds, if not thousands, of comments just mm-hmm. how it's blessed people. And one that always stands out to me is I think it was a young person who had attempted suicide Mm -hmm. and thankfully was unsuccessful, but they expressed to us that while they were in the hospital recovering from their attempted suicide, they were listening to our music Mm -hmm. and it was ministering to them. And that was just mind blowing to me. Um, Another one that stands out is I think it was a youth meeting and the song, where would I be without Jesus, which our sister Julia wrote and is the title of our album that was released in 2022. Um, They, I think sang it themselves. We have sheet music for that and they had sang it and kids just started coming to the altar and they were getting right with the Lord and getting saved and rededicating their lives. And it really revival broke out during that meeting, um, Mm -hmm. as a result of the Lord using that song. Mm -hmm. So that is just, there's nothing better than hearing that, especially in this day and age that the Lord is using your music in the lives of young people, especially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, so amazing. Um, my story, um, when the day we released, um, where would I be without Jesus? Um, someone had messaged us that they were listening to our song, Will Be Jesus, the one of the songs on the record. And um, the line, when love is lost and secrets come to light, she was saying that really spoke to her because she was going through a divorce at that time and had just found out some crazy things. Um, and she was like, that song got me through that mm-hmm. time period in my life when my, my love was lost and mm-hmm. secrets in my marriage came to light. And just knowing no matter what happens, our song will be Jesus. And Amen. that's just really that's right. our theme. So, yeah, that was a really powerful testimony to hear. That's that's wonderful. And, and again, I've listened to quite a bit of your music, and I love to listen to your music. And, uh, yeah, it's more conservative. But I mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything to apologize for, um, <laughs> it, but it's 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 music that really touches the soul, and touches hearts, and I think you, a lot of it too has to be the spirit in which you all sing, because you can't. It's more than a performance, isn't it? When you minister through music. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How and often we, do I you? Think, yeah. Go ahead. I hope that 
oh, I hope that in recording that that came yes. through that spirit. Yeah. And those so many of those songs that we chose were songs that we per, that personally yes. ministered to us during mm-hmm. our own trials and hard times. And so being able to then express that, that I think ultimately is really what ministers to people because they find it so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a blessing to hear that you can feel the spirit through um, the recordings, because oftentimes when you're recording, you're just focusing so hard on the words and not hitting the wrong note. And it's sometimes you're just recording a line at a time. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's great to hear that you can feel the spirit through it and be blessed by it. You can. In fact, I've got to order the CD. I'm going to have to get one. I don't have the CD yet, so I'm going to have to order oh, no. one. And uh, I think, yes. and because I really do enjoy your music so much. And again, your spirit, your humility, uh, you, you, go, you just, it just radiates through. And the minute I, I saw, I heard you for the first time, I said to myself, there's something different about these young ladies. There's just something very different. Um, wow. Very humble. But again, your music is great. It's it's wonderful. How often do you, the eight of you, get together to sing? How often does that happen? It's probably well, only once a year. Yeah. Really, all eight are together. So yeah. sometimes it might end up being twice. But mm-hmm. now, you know, we have group six might be together or... The two that live in Florida and I that live in Texas might be together, but that actually all eight, probably about once a year. Oh, that's yeah. fascinating. What What are you looking forward to as you look to the future? And I know none of us really know where everything is going, but do you kind of have like some idea or hopes for where you kind of hope this music ministry continues to go? I My hope would just be that it, just continues to grow and reach as many people as possible. Um, You know, our listener base is still very small. Mm -hmm. So I just, I believe that there's a need for this type of music, um, especially in this day and age. And so I just hope that it would continue to grow. You know, I think we would all have big dreams and hopes of maybe traveling more, Mm -hmm. but in this stage in our lives, living spread across Mm -hmm. America and we have, between eight of us, we have, I think, 21 kids, um, you know, grand grandchildren. So it's, just, it's yeah, more difficult. That's very difficult. Often, but so we'll, we'll see. I mean, we're open. We're open. So we'll see where yeah. the leads us. Yeah, I agree with that. And especially right now in the stage everyone's in with the babies, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to yes. have a vision for the future because you never know, like, what's going to happen. And and just everyone's, all my sisters are stay-at-home moms, so it's not like we can travel a lot and sing a lot. But when we do, it's so precious. And yes. along those lines, to be stay-at-home wives and mothers and to know that we are getting the gospel across the world through our music is just so rewarding and such a blessing to us to be able to do. Absolutely. That's wonderful. And I'm just so so proud of you all and what you've done and how you're sharing your music. So when did you record? What what was the recording date? How long has it been? A couple of years ago that you recorded your first CD? And tell people how they could get that CD. So we recorded in January of 2022, was it? And we released June 1st. Um, 
Our album title is Where Would I Be Without Jesus by the Camilleri Sisters. You can find us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, um, wherever you listen, iTunes, you can purchase it. Um, our website is all eight sisters.com with the number eight. So a L L number eight sisters.com. Um, we're on Instagram and Facebook. If you go to our website, um, we have a link to our sheet music. Um, and we have a few, our originals are all on there with sheet music. So if you want that, you can buy it there. And then we also have merchandise. Um, the link to that is on our Instagram page. Okay. Um, we just right. have Bible-based um, lines from our music on the mm-hmm. on the sweatshirts and T-shirts. We we don't put our name on it, so it's a great conversation piece. Um, there's one that says "I need Jesus every hour," and we've gotten comments about it in public. It's just a great way to spread the gospel Absolutely. and be a conversation starter in public. Yeah, you know, listening to you all, be it, it really I really sense that the gospel is very important to you in getting the gospel message out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think as, as Lydia said, you know, we're all stay at home moms. So our, you know, getting the gospel out is, is limited to our circle in our town at, you know, the Mm -hmm. Starbucks drive through and the the grocery store cashier. (laughs) Um, But the fact that we can get that music in in thousands and up like millions of people sometimes view Mm -hmm. these videos, it's, and just to know that that was just like a little seed that was planted yes. is mm-hmm. wonderful, more than we yeah. could ever dream. Well, this yeah. is this has been great. In fact, in just a few moments, we're going to play that song at the close of our podcast. Uh, Where would I be without Jesus? That's the song. That's a song. I think we're going to try to play here in just a few moments. But before we do uh, close our podcast interview today. You know, would there be, is there some message on your heart if you could reach out to people and, or if you could sit down in that quiet cafe over a latte or a cup of coffee with somebody who's really feeling low or hopeless, what, what words would you say to them if you had just a minute or two to, to share something with them? What would you say to that person? I think, I think mine would be, pretty cliche, but just keep doing the right thing and God will bless you. If you are in a season of betrayal or hurt Mm -hmm. or, you know, you've gotten devastating news, you're just in one of those low seasons, just keep pressing on and doing what you know is right even if you don't feel like it and faking, just fake it till you make it, which again is, is so cliche, Mm -hmm. but the Lord always, he gets his justice and he gets his way in every season. Yes. So if you can just hang on Mm -hmm. through those seasons, he's going to get you through. Amen. Thank you, Jenna. Lydia. Um, For me, I think I would tell someone, God is your biggest comforter. And while he does chasten and test us, he first and foremost is our friend and he loves us. And personally going through stuff, I don't know how I would do it without Jesus and without my daily walk with God. So 
just to remember he loves us at all times. He's closer than a brother. He's a comforter to the wounded in spirit and the broken. And he will get you through if you just ask him to, and you ask him to stay by your side. Amen. Thank you so much. It's been a joy, Jenna and Liddy, to have you on today's episode of Hope Along the Journey. At this time, we're gonna we're gonna listen to that song. I thought I had it all, everything I needed. Still, I felt. No peace inside Till one day someone told me Without Jesus I would always feel so empty I fell to my knees And He changed my life What a beautiful song. Thank you for allowing us to share that with our Hope Along the Journey audience today. Thank you so much, ladies, for being part of this 
episode today. May God richly bless you and your ministry. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And to my listeners and friends, I just want to remind you again that Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. If you look to him, he'll help you find hope along the journey. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to know more about Hope Along the Journey, or if you would like to make a donation to show your support and appreciation for this ministry, then visit our website at hopealongthejourney.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for more Hope Along the Journey.